On April 20th, 2022, WOU chose and announced a new president after a long search process and the service learning and career development could not be more thrilled. We are so happy that Dr. Sukhan Jaj will be joining us this summer and today we want to talk about why. Life Design, a podcast about getting inspired, trying things, talking to people, and developing a community for your best life. We are Adri Clark and Justin Sunata from Service Learning and Career Development at Western Oregon University in beautiful Monmouth, Oregon. Talk about building our community. Our community is going to grow by one <laughs> soon. Um, two, maybe. I think he's married. So, oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. You know, even even better. So getting a new leader, you oh. know, and, you know, <sighs> who was looking for a transformational leader? Mm-hmm. Because we know that this is a time when everything's changing mm-hmm. and we need to change. We need to adapt. And we, if we want to grow strong and really flourish as a campus, we kind of got to make some changes that expand the type of student that comes here, mm-hmm. think about different groups, different age groups, um, and really thinking about how can we really meet the needs of the community and Oregon. Mm-hmm. And I think in order to do that, we needed someone who can bring people together, who can uh, really help us rethink about what we need to do. Mm-hmm. So. I want to share a quote that Dr. Charge shared. I don't know where he shared it, but it appeared on a Facebook announcement. And the announcement, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of other things, but this is what stuck out to me was, Western Oregon University helps students succeed and thrive. Silence your phones, that please. Was, <laughs> that was my Zoom phone. I'm going to start again. Okay. Western Oregon University helps students succeed and thrive. Together, we will design a future where transformative life education allows all students, no matter their background, to thrive after graduation, to have a successful career, find meaning in their life and work, and contribute to the common good. What a statement. I think I like what you said, too, about, you know, serving or or kind of him being what the university needs and and meeting the needs of the students in the community. And not only, you know, the current needs, but I feel like he is somebody that really looks from what, you know, his presentations and, and what I heard. He's really somebody that looks he's he's very forward thinking. Yeah. Right. And so. He's thinking about not only the needs that we have today, but what are the needs of our students tomorrow and into the future, Yeah, which is super important too. But yeah, that's a really, that statement. I remember when you read that uh, and it just, we got so excited in the (laughs) office. 
Yeah, because, I mean, if you've been listening to this podcast at all, we've talked a lot about life design mm-hmm. and, um, and all the different things that go into that. It really is using design thinking and boiled down to a w- very simple mm-hmm. components. It's, you know, being curious, mm-hmm. um, talking to people and trying things and kind of prototyping what mm-hmm. you're thinking about doing and kind of and that's just a, a different way of saying kind of create some kind of form or create some kind of you know establish the idea a little bit more right or really look at it you know from a lot of different perspectives mm-hmm. and then being able to tell your story right and guess what his background's in you know i know yeah what is it justin design thinking well, it is. Or I, just design in general. I mean, general. he's a design, he's a... He's, he's an architect, he's an right? architect. By trade, or by, I guess that was his, I think he said he got his bachelor's, right? Yeah. In architecture? Yeah, from India. So cool. I know, it's really cool. And um, and so that's kind of how he approaches his work mm-hmm. as, a, as a designer. Which obviously aligns with how we approach a lot that's of right. the things that we talk about. Yeah. Yeah. And so he dis- so he uses design thinking to discover new solutions, and this is another quote. I don't know where I got that, but <laughs> discover new. I think it's from his uh, statement. So he was at Arizona State University, mm-hmm. and this is kind of on the website there. Mm-hmm. Uh, tr- uh, uses design thinking to discover new solutions for incremental and disruptive challenges facing higher education. Mm-hmm. And there are huge challenges, mm-hmm. <laughs> but boiling it down to what we're interested in mm-hmm. and why we're so excited <laughs> is that um, I he kind of talked a little bit about it in one meeting that I had with him. We, all, all the directors met with him, mm-hmm. and he was talking about a little bit about career and how we're helping students, you know, kind of create lives and careers after college. So right. so I asked him this question. How do you t- translate design thinking for students and them deciding designing their lives? And what is a systemic approach to make that equitable? And he just looked at me and he said, "Have you been look have you been reading what I'm writing right now?" <laughs> and he got so excited. Like Oh my God, it was like a meeting of the minds. And I thought, oh God, that's He so thought you cool. were planted in the meeting to, totally. to ask that question yeah. to his benefit almost. Right. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was like, wow, it was so electric for me to, um, to hear him say that. And then mm-hmm. to think about the possibilities of us really being able to take some steps towards making... Um, life design equitable for students. Mm-hmm. And right. what that means is that it's not just going to be us sort of in a service in, on the first floor of work. Mm-hmm. It's going to be design thinking being integrated right. for all students. So in their, in their classrooms and in their pro- different programs they participate in, mm-hmm. um, in the curriculum, and uh, we've talked about that a lot in our team about, you know, whether it's classes, whether it's, uh, of course, helping students talk to people and have right. experiences and then telling yeah. their story mm-hmm. and helping them realize what they're curious about. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we make that 
accessible to everyone. And 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 I'm sorry, I'm talking a no, lot in this no, episode because you know this is like only what I'm so excited about. Well, but it's so it's so powerful because I mean, with a lot of the you know the things that we talk about, you know, we do these workshops or we we go to classes and we do presentations and things like that, but. <clears throat> and not to, you know obviously this is not to say that you know there it's not being talked about in their classes by you know by their f- faculty or their professors it's more like now we're gonna f- kind of all push together in the same direction and be on the same page with these types of conversations so we're all cohesively as a team you know being the staff and faculty at the university are going to be all talking about this together rather than having kind of separate siloed conversations about it. Exactly. And and I feel like like he said here, we will design a future where transformative education allows students to do mm-hmm. things. And so right. that means and a, one of the reasons that I was also excited about him coming is because of the way he's approached those kind of change management mm-hmm. like at Portland State University talked a lot about how he generates um, divergent thinking Mm. Mm -hmm. and divergent perspectives and conversations. And I know you just kind of looked that up, what that means, (laughs) because it's something you hear and you think you know what it is, but it's more than what you think. Right. Yeah, I looked it up on Wikipedia and it says, divergent thinking is a thought process or method used to generate creative ideas by exploring many possible solutions. It typically occurs, and this is really cool, so typically occurs in a spontaneous, free-flowing, and non-linear manner, such that many ideas are generated in an emergent cognitive fashion. Which is a very fancy sentence, but... Yeah, um, but how do you create space for that? Right. And how do you encourage that so that people don't feel like somebody's just making a plan like three people in a room are making a plan and telling you <laughs> this is going to happen. But right. like, let's throw it out there and see how we can all take different ideas and transparently like put them up and uh-huh. let's take a look at them. And well, how could it be better? And how could, right? how does this relate to our student success? And mm-hmm. So, but that's a big part of it, right? Is actually creating that environment and, you know, I don't know if culture is the right word, but the environment of, you know, having where those types of things are normal and normalized, having those types of conversations. And where it relates to students, you Mm -hmm. know, because now we're we're talking a little bit about our work and what we're excited about, but it's because, uh, in the case of Dr. Charge, is that it's so about helping students thrive. Yeah. And, and, realizing that that's our purpose has mm-hmm. all of our purpose here mm-hmm. and to connect with that why of why we're here which right. is really about student success mm-hmm. and not just to graduate but to be thriving in their lives right um and one of the things that he talked about was where you make it also accessible to everyone is that you connect work and learning mm. so you develop ways for students to really learn through work and apply what they're learning and apply what they're learning in their work to their classroom Mm -hmm. so that there's this personalization of this is connects with my life right 
Exactly. Because yeah. I think he mentioned one of the, the presentations that I saw. He talked, he said something along the lines of students need to not only have these experiences, um, you know, of, of their kind of work, whether it's an internship or, you know, a job shadow or something like that, but um, not only in those types of situations, but in the sense of where faculty and everyone is, you're talking to these students and engaging them in a way that, that forces them to think about how is what they're learning? How does it apply to a job and a, yeah. the real world setting? So that once they hit that door of graduation and they go out into the real world, they know exactly what types of things they've been learning and how they actually apply to some of these things that they're going to be yeah. working on in the workplace. And once we start telling the story that this is what students get at Western, mm-hmm. there's going to be so many people who want to come here. Right. Because this is what I think young people today want. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to look at them and say, do I need to go to college? Oh, if I go there, I'm actually, my life is going to be mm-hmm. better because I'm going to really learn how to right. bring out the best in me and how um, I can be... Uh, have a meaningful career and really contribute mm-hmm. to the community and they're yep. going to be very attracted to that. Oh yeah. 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 Knowing like having that sense of confidence in, you know, the institution that you're enrolled at and, and that they're going to give you the tools to, you know, obviously there's work to be done on the part of the student. You know, it's not like we can just hand these things to people, right? but knowing that we're here to support them and got gu- and help guide them through that yeah. and, and, you know, navigate some of those different pursuits. It's like, yeah, that's huge. Cause you're con- I mean, college is so expensive. Yeah. I mean, and th- you know, th- it, a lot of it is of course on the student, but, uh, but if they don't know, mm-hmm. like a lot of our students don't necessarily know how to tell the story mm-hmm. of what they've learned. Right. And one of the things that he talked about, which was so exciting to me too. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. I'm so <laughs> geeking out on this, but when he was talking in that interview about the integration, he mentioned the NACE competencies that we've been talking about. Wow. He said he, um, he's been doing this uh, research uh-huh. that's funded by an uh, organization called Strata. Yep. Um, about the integration of work and academics. That's right. Using the National Association of Colleges and, Empl- Colleges and Employers mm-hmm. competencies. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, we've been talking about them a lot lately. Yeah. Um, because that helps you tell the story. This is what right. I've learned at Western. Mm-hmm. This is who I am now. This is what I can do to employers and graduate schools and all kinds yep. of things. So, I was thinking about those competencies too because mm-hmm. I've been, I, I had a, workshop earlier in the week where I talked about them briefly but yeah not only does it help them in the actual workplace like in you know like when you talk about some of these things like technology and leadership and Mm -hmm. but a lot of these things are just helpful to you in terms of you know understanding like obviously the the career readiness competencies right Mm -hmm. and so career readiness not just saying okay this is what you're going to apply to a job that you're doing but this is going to apply to wherever you decide to take your career whatever path you choose your career to go down which you know i guess we had an event last night where we got to talk to and hear from some different alumni and you hear about some of the really interesting journeys that they've taken it's like very non-linear very very non-linear and i think it's becoming more and more so right and you know one of the competencies is just 
career development and being able to navigate all yeah. those different things. And then another one is professionalism. And no matter what you do, no matter what career you decide to go mm -hmm. into, there's a way to do it in a way that's sort of makes you more of a professional, like somebody who mm -hmm. really, um, you know, uh, takes seriously what they're doing and apply good knowledge and, and mm -hmm. treat people well and all that stuff. So, yeah. um, so that takes you throughout your life, uh, through all kinds of transitions that right. you're going to make. But I guess tying it back in, that yeah. that's exactly, these are the types of things that we're trying to give students while they're here. Yeah. So that they can take those things and. Yeah, because, yeah, students, a lot of our students rely on us to do that. They don't necessarily learn it from home. I mean, I didn't learn it from home. Right. Well, one, so. of, the, one of the alumni at the, at the event last night was talking about, um, you know, a situation that he had encountered and he mentioned the fact that, you know, he's like, and I didn't know because I was a first generation student. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a good point. Like no one in his family is asking him questions about those that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if they've never experienced college in which we have so many first generation students. And yeah. That's kind yeah, of the student who was saying that he thought he had graduated. Uh, <laughs> and then he literally, like, th several years later was found out. That Multiple. He, 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 gr he graduated. He was my classmate. <laughs> <laughs> or I think maybe the year before or yeah. something. And he was, he was a pre he, he, uh, president. Asu president, yeah. I mean, this is a guy who's super smart. Oh, yeah. And he's got it together. <laughs> but he just kind of, there were aspects of this whole process that, if nobody tells you about it, you right. just don't know. Right. And you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> yeah. And we're not a, you know, we're not a huge school, but we're also not tiny either. Right. And right. so it's not like you have somebody, you know, necessarily holding your hand throughout every step of the process. Yeah. But, um, you know, we try our best. Yeah. And then uh, lastly, I'll mention just because it kind of ties in with both. He said um, teams, when you're working on a team or creating a team around something, uh -huh. um, like our whole staff and faculty, we're all on the same team. Mm -hmm. But if we know kind of what our purpose is and what our why is, uh, what our motivation is, we have something called ikigai. Ikigai. Ikigai, which mm -hmm. is a Japanese word. Um that helps you look at kind of what brings you satisfaction, what brings you happiness, what are you good at, what mm -hmm. will somebody pay for. And if you put all that together, you have this thing called ikigai. Mm -hmm. And um, if you help faculty, staff, and everyone here remember what is our purpose, what gets us, right. gets us out of bed in the morning and excited to come to Western to work with students, you know, it's if we really connect with this why. And I think that'll help. Yeah. You know, sometimes people say, you know, obviously we've been through a very difficult time. But having something like Ikigai will, you know, kind of remind us so that um, and then we'll be happier and we'll do a better job and we'll uh, be excited to come up with these creative ways to help students better. Right. Exactly. So I just th I like this positive thinking mm -hmm. and um uh, willingness to take risks mm -hmm. and and design because design is coming up with something right. fresh and new it's not about how can we design something we've already been doing exactly <laughs> it's, like, it's really thinking forward yeah make something new and try to poke holes in it and see where the where the issues are or where they could be 
and then try to fix it before you <laughs> you actually put it out there. Yeah. yeah. And um, also, it just to kind of, f- finally, what I appreciated about Dr. George, what, what he was saying was that he's very, he's very action-focused. Like, he likes... Um, not so much strategic planning, yeah. but like action planning. I love that. That was my yeah. favorite part of the presentation that I watched was when somebody asked him, you know, about strategic planning, and he was like, you know, I, I am, I understand the importance, and I will support it if that's what the university needs. But at Arizona State, he's like, we don't have a strategic action plan yeah. or a strategic plan. We never have, and we never will. Yeah. And, and we're very successful still, so. Right. Yeah, and I he, mean, I, I would love to learn more about that. I think there's maybe some, I love like a, a one-page <laughs> action plan. Right. I like having something to tie around what I'm doing right. uh, or, or to connect to, but. Same. Um, yeah, I think oftentimes we do these strategic plans that just catch everything and we never look at after we create them. So yeah. they're not necessarily that helpful. Yeah, no, I agree. I think yeah, the the simpler and the more straightforward you can make it concise, yeah, it's going to be more effective across the board. So, wow. so as our students are going into life design, uh, woo is going into life design a bit. It is. Yeah. And Dr. Josh, if you're listening out there, we'd love to have you on the podcast <laughs> one of these days. So absolutely, just planting the bug. Just. You're welcome. We'll wait till you're settled. We'll <laughs> let you get kind of settled in yeah, here. And then we'll send you a count. <laughs> keep an eye on your, your email. <laughs> All right. Well, let's celebrate. This is wonderful. Um, uh, I'm very hopeful. Yes. It's giving me a lot of hope. For, it's very for exciting. Thing. Yeah. And if, 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 if you haven't had a chance to go look at Dr. Josh's background and his experience, I know there's still information on the website, but um you know he's on linkedin too so check him out there yeah um exciting times exciting things to to come i think so so i think that's a good place to end it yeah all right cool well thanks everyone again we'll talk to you next week all right take care bye